Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to the Fighting on Film podcast, the podcast all about classic and obscure war movies, from the Normandy landings to the days of chivalry and swords. If it's been captured on film, we're going to try and cover it. I'm Robbie of RM Military History. I'm Matthew Moss of Historical Firearms and the Armourer's Bench. Hello, welcome back to Fighting on Film. Uh, we recorded last week's episode and this week's episode back to back. Yeah. Because um, Matt was visiting Foff HQ, uh, and we did two films. Uh, this the first film was a rare one, Silent Heroes. Silent Heroes. Definitely yeah. listen to that episode if you haven't caught it. Yeah, please do. Um, it's an interesting film, um, and we're on to more sort of fighting on film fare um, with the Asylum's uh, twenty twenty three release, Assault on Hill four hundred. Brand new. Brand new. I think it's a couple of months old, if that, yeah, over the, the time of review. According to YouTube, the trailer was shared three weeks ago. Oh, well, there you go. So it could be even newer than that. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. It's I Eric Roberts' most recent quote. Yeah. I came across it, it one night on YouTube, um, and I was just like, yeah, this will definitely be something me and Matt will want to watch. Um, and it's just everything the Asylum does in a nutshell. Mm. Um, and guess what? It's their 25th. And your anniversary. You, you'd think in 25 years the films might have got a little this, bit better. You, you know what? They've they've hit their anniversary year and done exactly what Asylum always do. Yeah. And make interestingly tropey. Just lacking. See the thing is we're at the point now where it they're shot decently well. Yeah. But everything else is just off. Like you it was from the you know the B-tier actors. The the poorly staged choreographed action, the threadbare plot—it's just everything's there. This is this is even see Rebels of PT Boat One Two One Two One Six or whatever. If you listen to that episode a few months back, 
then you know the kind of level that this movie is going in. But that was redeemable in the fact Ooh. it was just so bad it was good. This is yeah. just bad. Yeah, it had Danny Trejo too. Which yeah, it had Danny Trejo, which was fun. Um, and they were enclosed to a ship, whereas this is so much space for them yeah, to cover. It's back to classic asylum ways. A small patrol going through some woodland, occasionally in a house. Mm. And it's just boring. Yeah, and once you've seen... So the plot of this one is, it's set at Battle of the Hurricane Forest. Yeah. Um, it's meant to be D, a D company of the Rangers, um, and it, they're assaulting Hill 400, and then they have to hold it. Yeah. Um, so it's, some of it's based, in fact, probably as far as it gets. You get yeah, some stock it's supposed to be about D start. company Rangers, isn't it? It's mm, like the Rangers. Mm. Um, and, yeah. It but just, it's eight guys, then four guys. Yeah. Walking through a forest. Yeah. Occasionally getting shot by the same group of German dudes. Mm. It's very confusing where they are and what they're doing. And there's no plot. There's no plot. The plot is so threadbare. It's going to go and assault the hill. Billy Baldwin orders eight men to take a hill that they've been trying to take for three months. Yeah. And it's the crux of the whole like Allied line in the Hurricane Forest. Mm. And like then when they finally take the hill. And they ask for reinforcements because there's just four of them left. Yeah. He, then he's like, oh, I can't possibly send any more reinforcements into Hurricane no. Forest to take to secure that objective that I've been desperate to yeah, take for three it's just months. Bizarre. It's so bizarre. And like I said to Matt, I said, the one thing that annoys me about the Asylum movies is that I, I don't know if anyone else thinks this, but I think they're meant to be taken seriously. Yeah. Because it's not filmed as a parody, it's not filmed as a pastiche. It isn't tongue in cheek. There's nothing, nothing about it is. No. It's it's just war film tropes done badly. And I get annoyed at them more than I do. Like it yeah, you know, we have a laugh, we watch them, we make we wisecrack and we make jokes <laughs> and stuff when we watch it. But it's the fact they want you to take them seriously that really yeah. just sticks in my craw a bit. And mm. I'm like, oh. You know, like I've had an idea for years to make like a parody war film. Mm, yeah, that is in the style of something like the the, the sort of uh, top uh, hot shots movies, mm -hmm. and it, you play into those tropes. But these movies don't do that. No, they do so in the tropes, weird. but in a, in a there's no tongue in cheek knowing. Mm. Yeah, it's so just retreading old ground. Doing it's been done like, mm. so many times before. Because so, basically. It's four guys and Eric Roberts as a either he's a cor it, it, he isn't a war correspondent because he says he, he works for the government, mm. so he must be like single core or they never fully explain who they he don't. is, why he's there. You know, he's just he's just your war correspondent trope, and all the and the hard ass like corporal or someone is really mean to him mm. for no reason. And he's like, oh, you're no use to me unless you pick up a gun. Yeah. And it's like, well, he can't really. If he's yeah. if he's signal core, he can. If he's a civilian, not really. Mm. Like it's really annoying. And then you've got just old as time sergeants and everyone in this film just, is so old. It's just stuff that normally I can let slide if the movie's good, but because nothing about this is redeemable, yeah, it's a shame. Like it's ugh. yeah. So it was directed by uh, Christopher Ray. Um, he has worked on interesting films such as Repetosaurus 
Megaconda, Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. Wow. Uh, Two headed shark attack, Shark Week, um, Asteroid versus Earth, um, Three headed shark attack, uh, Dick Dixter, Assault on Station 33. And then this is his 21st movie, Wow. Assault on Hill 400. So, so a lot of asylum films there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, looks, Fair enough. He's, he's, um, he's one of their go-tos by the look of it, definitely. It was written by someone called George Clymer, um, who you will remember also wrote uh, Rebels of PT-218. Oh, well. So, uh, you know, that is the, that's the, the jewel of the crowd. It really is. <laughs> of asylum war films that we don't hate. <laughs> this is his second <laughs> um, screenplay. Okay. Uh, after that one. And yeah, we, we've got, we've got, Classic asylum artists. We've got Billy Baldwin. We've got yeah, um, Eric Roberts, and now we got Michael Madsen. Yeah, um, who play the two generals? And God, are those scenes a struggle to watch? Yeah, um, they should have pulped this fiction. Oh, yeah. Was he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he wasn't that? Of course, one. he's in pulp fiction. Yeah. He carves that bloke's no uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a yeah. shame. That was that was a cool. <laughs> Um, Throw this into the reservoir. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. So, and then of course it's an asylum film, so there's a raft of young actors that are you know rounding out some of the yeah. some of the cast. Not as many as on PT two one eight. No, not as many. Um, you've got a couple of younger actors, um, and basically they assault the hill. Yeah, they take a position of five Germans and MG34. They go up the hill a bit further, they take on a position of three Germans. It's really formulaic. And two MG34s. Yeah. Then they take out this bunker, which looks like someone's like patio mm. um, with some breeze blocks. And that is five guys with two MG34s. Yeah, they, they do that ad nauseum till the movie ends, yeah. practically. They get all the way up the hill and then they meet more Germans same Germans it's the same dudes it's, it's, Every, it is the same actors and that's really jarring there's there's the really old there's a scene where one really old actor like um, grapples with one of the American uh, GIs and then he, he gets the better of him and he pulps his head yeah and then he makes and he makes like a pun afterwards. he makes a pun at it and then it's it, yeah it's they like build the character up to be an unhinged sort of person who's a bit burnt out, <laughs> but then that's not what he yeah, is. Yeah, it's really He's weird. Bit, he was a pointer hawk. Yeah. Um, did you really? Well, there's a bit where you, like it was. Did you really like shave your head into a mohawk? Yeah, like, and they're like that. That's airborne. That's like, airborne. Getting your like, yeah, getting, tropes, you're getting your D-Day American get, elite D-Day stuff mixed up. Yeah. Um, it's really bizarre. There's a distasteful malmody like callback shoehorned in at the, right at the end um, yeah it, it's so weird I mean then they turn up at like a, a field hospital but it's run by two German nurses and no in one in the middle else. of nowhere um, and there's, at the top of this hill there's yeah. an old abandoned stately House, home or something yeah. yeah it's a very mid like 1880s American house which looks like it's been gutted <laughs> yeah. um, and then like the, the head nurse kind of like falls for the, the, the 
squad leader. Yeah. And kind of, not really. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little peck on the cheek at the end, and it's mm, God. Um, just like ludicrous stuff where she shoots a German officer because he's about to shoot yeah. him. And it's like, well, why would you do that though? Like, why? I know. There's so many. The problem is, there's so many little vignettes in this of things you've seen done in other movies much better. Yeah. But none of it hits. No. None of it works. It's so formulaic. You've seen it a million times yeah. before. There's nothing redeeming. Guy think... calling in fire support. Yeah. And it's taking too long. It's it... fire that's like too close and it might kill their guys. Mm. Yeah. Um, wounded people. Turning up later on, yeah, and oh, I, I, but I mean, perhaps we should talk about some some of the uh, the kit. Yeah, let's do Ali Tally. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's time for Ali Tally on Fighting on Film. Alright. Yeah, like it's 90% decent. So they've got M41 jackets, they've got the right got the range of tabs on. M1 grand belts on. But then it's all this ancillary stuff. Got the, the original range of tab as yeah. well, not the later one. That's nice. But then it's the the stuff that annoys me and irks me. It's this really simple stuff. They've got these weird, like, Bergen-type yeah. rucks on. They yeah. don't need those. They've got another belt underneath their bar belt. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, some guys did it, but it, look, everyone's got it. Mm. They do the When Trumpets Fade thing where everyone's wearing the same kit, mm. so it starts to look a bit weird. I think it's really interesting because the way they've done it is They've looked at who is going to be on screen the most. Mm. They get the best looking kit. Yeah, that's true. And actually. then the ancillary members of the squad get slightly less good looking kit. Mm. And then the Germans get absolutely fucking atrocious stuff. Yeah, just like mashed it, like, just the most basic, gray, awful crap. A grey, grey coat. No, you know, no webbing. Like, helm, that's like it. A, like maybe a, maybe like a, a like a belt and a mm. pouch or two. Depends how There's a dude Matt's, with a Thompson yeah. at one point. Yeah, Matt's right. It depends if you're going to be featured on a few yeah. scenes. Do you get better kit or not? And then all the all the firearms I think are either rubber molds mm. or non-firing BX. Yeah. yeah. Or like Denix replicas. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just it, it. It shows too much. None. No bolts move. No. 
it's all actors replicating shooting <laughs> and they all do it to such a weird like degree varying degrees yeah, of yeah. recoil like like just one's like just shaking mm. himself and then others are just like Ping. and i know it's a way to save money and it's safer yeah um you know post rust rust and all that and then that's becoming a thing in the industry mm-hmm. um you know well, asylum has been doing it for years asylum has been doing it for a long time but even then but even then you, you think oh we should maybe get a few either gas firing ones yeah. or something like, just just yeah. to maybe give like our hero our main character one yeah because it, it it just annoys me there's only so many fake shootings i can it just looks naff fake shooting i can take like, it does look naff yeah if you haven't practiced it and you all get to like the same amount mm. of recoil mm. like there's a thousand videos of m1 grand's being fired on youtube yeah just go watch like but then One that would show a modicum of care like it is yeah and it annoys me and that feeds into because these movies just annoy me at this point yeah where it's like i can tell effort's been put in to a certain point like with the kit like having you know one too many belts one too many yeah. you know berg the like weird rucksacks mm. it's just one thing too many yeah it really it's just it pisses me off because i know it's not I mean, it's someone's fault somewhere, but it's not like, you know, a jobbing costume department, like head of costume department or a jobbing researcher. It's not their fault. Mm. It's just there's not enough care somewhere. They probably don't have enough money, enough time. Yeah, exactly. Enough incentive to really nail it all down. Or budget. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And some of it's fine. Like, the nurse's uniform looked all right. Nothing wrong with that, yeah. Um, Like... The kit is not incorrect in a lot of instances. No, it's, like we've yeah. seen films we've seen where a the lot, kit a lot, is a lot, lot worse. worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was a Panzer Shrek. I was a Panzer Shrek. Once. The dude, the dude did a weird recoil move with that. It was, as yeah. Well. There was a Kugel wagon. There was a Kugel wagon um, with the, clearly the owner of the Kugel wagon driving it. Very yeah, funny. Yeah, and he mouthed his cue to one of the actors in the car. Did he, he nodded at him and he then drove oh, off? Oh wow! Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, like the Kuwagon ar- arrives and outsteps head German. Yeah, who then goes and walks into a into the hospital to negotiate their surrender. Yeah, and yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But oh, it's just, oh, it's God. just, yeah, yeah, I know. The, there was a couple of ropey um, mm. plastic knives. Yeah, linger to linger on them too much. Yeah, that's what's annoying. Stuff like that. I'm like, I know it's safe, mm-hmm. but you're just showing me too much. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that blade's too chunky and yeah, you're, um, you're bending it. <laughs> and because you want me to take the movie seriously, when you can see people with, like, fake knives and things, I'm like, well, you're not taking your own movie seriously, yeah. so why should I as a viewer buy into what's mm, happening? Yeah. You know? Let's move on to general... Thoughts and final thoughts. Yeah, favourite scenes, final thoughts. Yeah. More loose. As I said last week, these couple of episodes can be more loose. Let's do favourite scenes. I reckon we can pull one out of this. Um, My favourite scene was the bit where um, they go into a random house, which is clearly not a German house. Some stables. Yeah, (laughs) because it's like a farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Hergen Forest was known for its farms. Oh, yeah. Um, Loads knocking around. Um, there was towns in there and things, isn't there? The yeah. Bergstein or something. Yeah, it was but called. 
not not they're the place not the ranch hurt, houses the anyway. Hotel, but, didn't they? they had like a yeah. place they used yeah so the, there's a bit in that where um well it kind of breaks off into three bits they two go into the house to kill some germans quietly with, that's all they do in the with movie, a knife kill just germans. kill germans yeah, yeah. The same germans yeah then there's like uh, a bit with the youngest member of the squad and eric roberts who kind of like schools him through it mm. in a way yeah and then there's a bit where there's two guys in the um in the stables yes. and that's my favorite bit because there's two of them and one of them kicks a box when some germans are walking by and instead of like opening up with the advantage and firing they they sort of like run and take cover yes and then there's a really boring firefight yeah um where they pick like guys off in like one by one in tandem mm. while one dude's like stood in the middle like yeah. firing yeah doesn't get a scratch as soon as he turns and runs away then of course then he gets shot yeah of course yeah um it's just really cut and shut filmmaking it is like there's nothing redeeming what was your favourite scene, Rob? Um, the 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 start where they introduce introduced what was happening in Hercule Forest, and it was all stock footage. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Because it the the Signal Corps yeah. in the Second World War just shot infinitely better film footage <laughs> than this. Asylum. Like it, I, I'm not, I'm being facetious there, but <laughs> I don't really know. Um, I like the scenes with Billy Baldwin and Michael Madsen because they're clearly just chewing the scenery, yeah. picking their checkup, being the name on the door to oh get people the, in. The, the best, the best one is that that end sequence where they're both they're both holding like hip flasks, little hip flasks, yeah, and they like toast the victory to the to the men of the free world. Yeah, as, as oh, like, what are you doing? It's like, so what funny. is this? And then the two the two. Um, American NCOs who just made it through, in. they just walk in like into the distance, yeah. but there's nothing behind them to walk to. No, it's really weird. Oh, I know. I like the I like the thing they clearly spent a lot of money on, which was a really <laughs> stupidly ac- accurate for asylum. Anyway, it had like jeeps and dodge weapons yeah. carries in it. CGI camp, yeah, like base camp, yeah, for uh, for Baldwin and Michael Madsen to not to be at, yeah, yeah. But then their bit was just one tent. And they kept like framing the tent. Yeah. When they clearly moved it to another place to film. It's weird. And there's like an MG34 like on a tri- on a bipod in yeah. front of the tent. And you're like, why and is like, that like there? A, like a five second. And Baldwin keeps looking at it, but not mentioning it. <laughs> no. And it's like, yeah. why are you doing this? Like a five second established CGI establishing shot of a, yeah. a US camp, World War II Army camp was really well done. And I'm like, please don't tell me you spent. It was ever so slightly better than the PT two on eight. Yeah, exactly. That CGI. It, it had the weird sort of like, and I'm not putting the CGI artist down because it's you know it's difficult and whatever. But like, it had that Titanic 1997 mm-hmm. robotic walking mm-hmm. the people mm-hmm. on the deck. Yeah, and then the the I mean I think the, the most. But it was money. good. It was nice. It, it, good to see it. The yeah. most money for the CGI was the bit where they shell. Oh yeah, and that comes down. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but that could have been a preset for all we know. It could have been. It could have been. Bit, yeah, like yeah, know. yeah. Could have. Yeah. But they kind of like modeled the house a little bit as well. Yeah, maybe, so no, maybe they that. did. Yeah, maybe they did. I am. The effect is probably like stock. Yeah, but it's like, fine. It's good yeah. enough. You know. Um, I think the thing that 
annoyed me the most about the film was Eric Roberts not knowing oh, yeah, how Matt, film camera works. Matt was going spare on that. <laughs> like I've i I've shot film for years because I like. Lardy I well, oh, sh- I've got an iPhone, mate. Does the same. Job. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> Like I like I like shooting on film and it's fun, but the, oh my god! So he's there yeah. and he's the poor man's there, like trying to do his day's work and just clicking constantly, yeah, clicking, and everyone everyone in the squad's getting annoyed. I'm getting annoyed because he's clicking and he's not advancing the film reel at all. Like it's a it's Matt was so hung up on it's that a the whole 40, movie. It's hilarious. Like thirty five mil. Like you have to advance the film reel, otherwise you're just gonna like take multiple exposures. <laughs> we, gonna, we, we gonna get back with the entire Hergen yeah. Forest we, operation we, on one frame. <laughs> we said during he's doing a he's doing a uh, Robert Kappa, <laughs> where he's he's um <laughs> he's took four photos of Omaha Beach the whole day, and then you know allegedly <laughs> had the film tampered with and put in a hot box. Not, not just avoided gunfire all day and not took many photos. Robert. That's, that's, that's one train of thought. That is one one thing that is said about that. I mean, yeah. if, you're gonna, you know, you took, if you're going to take four photos of Omaha Beach in 1944, take those four photos. Oh, they're they great. Are yeah, they're great photos. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm sure... And then don't lie about not taking any more. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sure that Eric Roberts's photographs were just as good. In fact, I know they were because he pulls out a couple out of Eric Kappa. Yeah, yeah, pulls out a couple out of, out <laughs> of his public domain. Yeah, like, and then he hands them, and picture. the guys look at them, and they goes, "You keep it." Gee, that's a nice photo. <laughs> yeah. You keep it. You keep it. Like, what are you going to do with that? Why are you carrying them around? Like, you... in case someone calls into question his professionalism. That is it. Yeah, that Profession. must be it. That must it's be that, it. Yeah. Um, it just really irritated me. Like. He was like clicking way too fast. Like film cameras, you can't click repeatedly. We didn't have like self-advancing film cameras until like this the mid seventies. When I got fighting on film, Matt mansplains photography. <laughs> oh, I'm not mansplaining. <laughs> I'm just angry. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I know. I get it. A lot of a lot of the movie. Is just very boring. So you, your brain went to those places. It was. It wasn't as entertaining as, as PT two one eight. No, because they, they, they had the added pizzazz of filming it on a ship. They did. They did. There was no bulkhead shots. It was actually there was some actually quite competently shot bits. Yeah, there were. There was some nice lighting grading um, in places. Some nice nice um, framing and, and it was. Yeah, there was no there was no lingering bulkhead shot, which disappointed no. me because that is my favourite shot in all of cinematic history. It's a good one. I, I just think to round out my thoughts this week is that you clear what's clear what I think yeah. throughout the episode. But I just I'm I'm a bit tired of these ones. I'm just thankful that you know after 25 years, Asylum did a war movie where they just continue to do what Asylum has always they, done. They run unashamedly Asylum. I mean, you can. You can't knock them for that. Yeah. But I would rather they maybe make a few less and compile yeah. some resources into one right. movie yeah. instead of like put the budget 10. together. You know, cobble together something what a really, little bit better. What really annoyed me was like the end card that says something about, you know, D Company Second Rangers and it's commemorate like the film is Yeah, it's commemorated to them. Yeah. Commemorating, you know, the half fought victory at Hill. 400 yeah and i'm like 
there's nothing about this film that commemorates this in a fitting way. Not really, nothing really. No. no. Like you it just ha- it just it, it has nothing to say about anything enough. No. Like last week's movie that was trying to say too much and didn't have to do it. Mm. This one just doesn't have anything to comment like efficiently enough. Mm. Like it's just a really cheap, bog standard by the numbers formulate war movie with a few B movie stars from the 90s in it. That's all it is. Mm. And it's just, it's painful. Yeah. And on that bombshell. <laughs> Do join us again next week uh, when Matt should be back from America. That's why we're recording these back to back. Do keep it fighting on film. Check out fightingonfilm.com for the back catalogue of the show. Maybe start from number one and work your way up to number 140 odd, whatever we're on. I think we're at like 145. Something like point, that. Yeah, yeah 150's coming up, the big 150. Who knows what we're going to do? I don't know. Maybe best the best of foff. Yeah, clip show. Clip show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just no context clip show where it's just like, do you remember that thing in that film where that happens? You know? Gee. Yeah. <laughs> Me and you sat around a cat like a, a toasty log fire. Like like yeah. like those weird South Park introductions in the 90s. Remember the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like that. Anyway, on another random reference that we love to pop in, <laughs> uh, do join us again and uh, have a good week. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Fabulosa. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.